0: Good afternoon, everyone. This is Pastor Trevor with Good News Church. Um, I'm sitting down again with David, uh, Pastor David McMinn over at uh Rockbridge. What's and up, this everybody? afternoon always interrupted me, man. I'm I just do. so excited to get into the podcast. It's I mean, it's my thing. I have to do it every time now. Uh we've got we've got a good uh buddy of both of ours, uh Oscar, on to kind of talk. Um well, uh David, let let me just let you introduce him. <laughs>
1: Oscar was a uh, student of mine at the Tarleton Wesley and and now a good friend of mine. And Oscar is, uh, I I think your major, is it uh, outdoor recreation? Is that what it's called? Or was that even your major? Is that what you did? No,
2: My major was equine science, agriculture. (laughs) (laughs) But I I, I spent all four years of college working at a rock wall and taking people camping and uh just kind of running the helping run the challenge course there at Charlton state and now i work at uh, a resort that's i mean shut down temporarily but um where we take people kayaking on lake travis and powder boarding and teaching them archery hatchet throwing rock climbing all the outdoor good
0: stuff do you think you could teach me archery while paddle boarding oh
2: definitely for sure uh, we I haven't tried that but i think i think that'll be a really good challenge especially just for you know anybody even if you're experienced pro that'd be difficult so
1: so oscar oh. where did your love of the outdoors come from uh you know obviously that's not what you went to Charlton for you went in for equine science mm-hmm. and i think even before that uh veterinary medicine but where, yeah, where did but the, I, but you, that you
0: still have to be outside let's be honest like you ain't bringing the horse inside <laughs> that's true
2: yeah yeah, I don't know. My parents, uh, I mean, I grew up in Fort Worth and my parents never really took us uh, camping or fishing or hunting or anything like that. Um, I just had this one cousin who was outdoorsy and I was like, man, I want to be like him. I want to go out and hunt and fish and camp and just be in that outdoors. For some reason, I just had that little urge. Uh, but I think partly was that love of animals, like you were saying, like you can't just be inside and take care of, of horses and, and cattle and everything like that. So, um, I originally was like, yeah, I'm going to be a veterinarian. And then I was like, mm, that's probably a little, a little too much. I, I can still work with animals and not be a vet. So I kind of just went in the, uh, the horse world. Uh, but then I met a lot of cool friends at Tarleton, like Wyatt, uh, who, you know, David, but he, he really kind of got me into fishing and hunting and just kind of, you know, doing all the outdoorsy things. And then I loved to rock climb as a kid. My mom took us uh, to the YMCA in Benbrook and we uh, climbed a bunch of uh, walls there just at the YMCA. But then when I got to college, I saw this really, really cool opportunity to, to work at, at the rock wall. So I took that and then really to kind of introduce me to camping and, and uh, kayaking and doing all the, the cool outdoorsy stuff.
1: What's a what's a crazy story that's happened to you while outdoors? Uh, any bear attacks, uh, situations, crazy hunters, anything like that?
2: Oh well, yeah, the first time I went to Big Bend, uh, it was actually with my wife Angela, who also worked with uh, with me at the outdoor uh, adventure crew over there at Tarleton, and we went, uh, got our camp set up at this like RV park in Terlingua, and off the bat we saw a rattlesnake and like, I mean, there was kids there. It was really, really kind of freaky. Like were, the snake was at a campsite. And so one of our, our other guides went out there and kind of took care of it, but it was, it was like, Whoa, we're out here in the desert and you know, there's all kinds of stuff that can get us. So, uh, that was kind of like a, a big shock. But after that we never really had any crazy problems or, or any crazy stories like that.
0: Oscar. So I met Oscar, um, Gosh, what year was it that you were camp counselor at Glen Lake?
2: Oh, man, I think it was 2016. That was maybe my first. Yeah, I think it was 2016. And then again, right. uh, I think 2018
0: later. <clears throat> and when you were at Glen Lake, you were, were you doing a lot of the rec there? Um, what all kind of activities or games did you kind of lead while camp counselor?
2: I think the first year I was mainly a lifeguard, a lifeguard I a lot. Um, and then I also did some of the rock wall stuff there because I already had that background. Um, and then a lot, a lot of the low elements. So leading the kids through um, like the three islands or the antinologue, log uh, or just kind of like the spider's web doing all those kinds of games with them. But we all kind of got trained on that for the most part, but I think in the off season, uh, they realized, that, hey, like Oscar can come and, and lead that for like some of the college kids. And so I think that's kind of where they were kind of eyeing me later. And were are like, hey, you should kind of lead the rec stuff here. So I did that after I graduated college for a year working at Glen Lake and doing the, the rec stuff, which was awesome, because I uh, I was in the office, but mainly kind of doing, um, sorry, my dogs are barking in the background. Um, but then we were kind of getting the management side of of doing all the rec stuff and so that was pretty pretty good opportunity for me too
1: um so what we wanted to talk about with Oscar today with all his great outdoor rec experience is you know it's we've been told that it's really important for us to go outdoors and yet there's a lot of things we can't do um what are some things that people you know any suggestions that you have as far as things that people can do to get outdoors have fun uh, that wouldn't take necessarily a lot of, uh, equipment or, or anything like that.
2: Yeah. I mean, there's lots of cool backyard games you can get. Um, there's one specifically, David, you have this game. It's called Kubb. K-U-B-B. Um, and I mean, it's kind of difficult to explain, but it's pretty much, you have these wooden dowels and you're throwing them at these like rectangular cubes and they're all, fairly small they're on the ground um and it's a really fun game you can play that for hours we uh we took that camping with us whenever we went anywhere and kind of use that as some downtime. Uh, but there's different games like that there's also slacklining um which is kind of a, a test of balance but then you can also get really good at it and it's kind of like tightrope walking but you're on this kind of ratchet strap thing uh that you tie around some trees and uh i mean you can have fun with that if you're not really the best at um playing games it's just kind of walking across that uh that ratchet trap kind of thing but it's a really really cool outdoorsy uh kind of almost like hammocking like you were saying hammocking is really cool too uh but you're really kind of actively trying to get across that it's a good mental challenge and physical challenge as well um and yeah hammocking so hammocking. would i just put
0: that between two trees is that how i would do that
2: yeah um i think it'd be cool later if we i can go set up the slack line or set up cube and i mean maybe david can do the cube video but we can maybe uh show how to do that and then kind of you know walk people through how to play cube and and maybe do slacklining as well but yeah it's, it's pretty simple it's just like a ratchet strap you pull it around two trees you tighten it all the way uh and then you just walk across it or at least that's that's the goal it's pretty difficult you'll probably end up stumbling and getting back on and off a few times but it's pretty
0: are you pretty doubting easy. my balance
2: <laughs> not at all uh it's, it's trickier really than you think yeah. and
1: it, it's pretty tricky uh we used to do it at the at the wesley and uh it can be pretty tricky it's something we could definitely set up you've got a great space for that at good news we could set it up with some trees and and even um set up cube you could just go up there with their families and play it It'd be fun
0: yeah Let's and I think it. austin in the show notes since we're an official uh podcaster can you make sure we have all of this in the uh show notes
3: aye aye captain whatever you want you got it
1: Austin. i just want to note for the record that austin started to nod his head uh and then realized that he needed a verbal yes
3: (laughs) i don't want to be weird and have have no verbal confirmation when i'm being talked to on the podcast so
1: so i i want to throw down the gauntlet and challenge i think we should do a contest me and Oscar versus Austin and Trevor in Cube, and uh maybe put some 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 uh a little wager on it.
0: I like it. Uh yeah, especially since me. the two of y'all know this game and have already played it and I don't know about Austin, but I don't know anything about this game, so I love
1: it. <laughs> even better. Even better. Um uh, maybe we can uh give you a, a handicap. It's really not hard. I mean you you throw stuff you throw sticks at uh little uh pillars on the ground and uh i've been throwing
3: stuff tri- at other stuff my whole life
1: i know <laughs> we're, we're men that's what we do we throw things
2: <laughs> i think i think it's from like the viking era where they would throw logs or rocks at logs or something crazy like that but i don't i don't exactly know the complete history but i think it's like some swedish viking game maybe i don't know
3: i really want can to we, we
2: have a
0: logs throw off
3: a absolutely log? i think trevor's the only one that's gonna be able to actually do that maybe <laughs>
1: <laughs> gonna, we'll stage our own Highland Games and yes. uh see who is the mainliest
3: Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah
1: we could we uh, really
3: need to. We're the four kind of guys that really need to assert our masculinity here. <laughs> 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 Goodness!
2: I could even uh get some hatchets and so we could do some hatchet throwing as well. That's another cool.
3: I've actually act done quite record. a bit of axe throwing before. I've done oh, axe yeah. throwing, so it was really fun. I really I'm so hipster of you. Well, uh, it's all over the place here in Austin, but. <laughs>
1: But uh, so, do you once, put a little backspin this... on it? Like, how do you make sure that it hits where it sticks into the wood? Do you have to, like, put a little spin on it? I mean, yeah, a little, it kind
3: of like... naturally does that, right, Oscar?
1: Yeah, I mean, it'd be kind of hard to just throw
2: it straight, but it definitely has to spin and get some momentum going.
0: David, you should try to throw, like, a curveball with the axe. Ooh, I like it.
1: You You know, hold it, hold the fingers just right. So.
3: Saying it's hard to throw it straight was the sassiest way Oscar could say that was a dumb question.
1: <laughs> no, I don't mean like. Of course, it's gonna spin, but you know, you can kind of whip it. You know, where you right. kind of put some backspin on it versus like just throwing it. You know.
3: No, I understand. Mm-hmm. I think I think it's a valid question for sure. I
0: mean, you should see me whip it, and then you'll and know I'll crush this hatch throwing. Back throwing.
3: Hatch throwing. <laughs> Trevor is clearly so, ready for this. Oh no!
1: When I was a youth director. uh we had this guy and his name was Richard King. And of course he went by Dick King and um, he was one of our youth sponsors. Uh, Dick King was famous for, and uh, some spare time being left on a work site and building a bench for himself just in like five minutes. He, rather than sit on a stump or something, he built himself a bench. And so we started to tell stories about Dick King instead of uh, um, Chuck Norris. It was, it was Dick King jokes and he at that time, uh, was the number two Bowie Knife Thrower in the state of Texas.
3: That's intense. That's cool. Yeah, that's really awesome.
2: That's pretty awesome. Um, so yeah, I mean, at the... Oh, what were you saying, Austin?
3: I was going to say, we, we'll organize this whole games of of random throwing stuff once we are able to leave our homes and... Everything we'll get it going. I think it's a good challenge. I think it'll be a fun way to kind of come back together when we can.
2: Yeah, I have a hatchet at the house right now. I can show you how to throw that too. David, make a little tutorial if you want. Yeah, that that was an- really, really easy.
1: Yeah, that'd be great. And uh, we can post uh maybe do a weekly segment, a video from Oscar, like a different outdoor activity.
2: Yeah. I'll probably run out of stuff pretty quick because I mean, like I really wanted to come on here and talk about camping and going out to state parks or different little recreation areas around. Cause there's a, I know on 1431, there's like a bunch of small recreation areas. I think that is run by the uh, LCRA, which is like a river authority, a local river authority. Um, and there's a lot of camping opportunities around that a lot of people could access from, you know, Austin. And uh, but it's of course it's all shut down i think most of the state parks and i think most national parks are, are shut down as well so for sure all the camping um and i think a lot of the hiking as well so that was kind share, of a
1: can you share if it you know once the maybe some of the restrictions get lifted some uh the, what are some of your favorite places to camp and and do some of those activities
2: yeah um a lot of them are kind of spread out uh big Bend's are me and my wife's favorite uh there's a, a good national wildlife refuge in Oklahoma that we, we went to a bunch. Um, but it's, it's kind of on the border. It's kind of close to the border of Texas as well. Uh, but yeah, there's a lot of cool, cool rivers and, and stuff being camp on kind of by San Antonio, Austin areas. Yeah. Uh, hopefully that stuff will get lifted pretty soon and we can go out and, and check those out.
1: Okay. A cool. Question for you, Oscar. If the zombie apocalypse happens which of the three of us would you take with you and why
3: oh, no. hmm.
2: i don't know yeah. based off of just playing that zombie game i guess and <laughs> I, I, I would think <laughs> i would think austin austin is, is is the one that i would take uh, we're both young we're we're strong we can <laughs> uh, hold our own <laughs> Just kidding. just kidding,
1: just kidding. No, it's good.
0: It's good. So you just yeah, used a yeah. word I don't know that is often kind of uh, thought of when you think of Austin—an <laughs> S word. S- can You repeat that again. S- what was it strong?
3: S- talking about strong. strong. Like I'm a Ronnie strong- strong- <laughs> wimpy dude. Oh my gosh.
1: <laughs> he's he's wiry but tough. Yeah.
2: yeah. 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 And I think I think I think Austin Austin would would make a good fit. We can definitely. Survive for quite a long time.
3: Yeah, I think the other thing is, Oscar and I wouldn't kill each other being isolated with each other. Which I think is <laughs> is is, uh, is not to say that you guys. You yeah, what isolated. are you trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to say that my conflict resolution skills with Oscar are impeccable. Like, we get <laughs> along so well. And uh, it's very natural, it's very easy. And I could just see a situation where. Um, where the the stakes are high the stress is getting to us and uh you know like that i could see that breaking and fracturing other partnerships but Oscar and i were we're unbreakable
2: yeah for sure we're like a like a what is it like a wedding ring you know what was that oh. david do you always say
1: <laughs> that it, it doesn't uh it has no end and no beginning
3: no <laughs> oh i guess <laughs> We have no end, like, and no beginning. We never started, and we'll never end.
2: <laughs> this is gonna have to be edited out. This is a weird tangent. <laughs> oh
3: man, I don't know. This hey, is Oscar. Making me feel, so, I'm feeling pretty positive.
0: Uh, I'm thinking about my good brother here, David, who has two elementary age kids. Uh, going on walks or is probably starting to get old. Is there like mm-hmm. a just a quick and easy like? something silly that he could do with his two girls a game that I mean, just mine i don't know i don't
2: i don't have kids i only have dogs but um <laughs> i feel like i would definitely if i had camping gear like i would go out say fetch
0: and...
2: <laughs> no um but i could see myself if i had kids going out and maybe introducing them to camping like going out buying some tents online bringing them in uh, and just kind of setting it up in the backyard and, or even in the living room, you know, just kind of going out there and just kind of introducing them. This is how you set up the tent. Um, this is what we do and maybe grill, um, like camp food and just tell camp stories. And maybe if you live in the area where you can have a little campfire, going, make some s'mores, just kind of, you know, spending time out there, pretending that you're camping, but it can still be a really fun activity. I think that's, that's what I would be doing for sure with it's, kids.
1: it's a great idea it has one flaw which is that would assume that i would need to know how to set up a tent <laughs> so, we might have to watch a youtube video to how to set up a tent and and then uh and then do it i'm well, I'm probably the least outdoorsy person here
3: yeah yeah and i mean okay so my my perspective of this is as also someone that has never had kids oscar and as a middle child you might as well have treated me like i was a dog and played fetch so Um, I I really don't know the difference between those two, but I will say my parents did do the whole backyard camping thing with me and it was awesome. It's a great way to, uh, to feel like you're close to home and have the accessibility. If it doesn't go well, you can just go back inside. It's no big deal. But if not, it could be a fun experience where you get to go and, and experience what it will be like when you go camping. You get to look at the stars, usually things like that, that, um, I mean, my parents, kind of instilled uh how fun camping could be through that experience i think
0: Uh and can i just say we're giving fetch like a bad rap right now uh it is a heck of a game to play with an 18 month old let's just put it that way
2: (laughs) i would have never thought
3: i mean what do you throw
0: any like any literally anything
3: (laughs) i mean look i've played i've thrown an ult i've thrown a frisbee and ultimate frisbee with uh with college students before and some are bad enough it might as well be fetch and it's so fun you know like
2: <laughs> yeah i guess i can see that yeah maybe you can fetch and camp, pretend
1: i would also say we have a, a great creek it's near our house um and uh it's not a park and so sometimes you can find places like that that are just really fun to go out in nature that it doesn't really matter if they close them because not actually a park so um yeah and and so i would encourage like go just go exploring with your kids uh find a little bit of woods and they'll think it's just the coolest thing in the world like they'll think um they're in on some sort of adventure and uh you know kids imaginations run wild and so you just need to kind of get it started in the right direction and and so just just making it an adventure i think is part of it
2: yeah and i think probably i know most lakes are open to boats and if you have the lake near you maybe uh take some of that stimulus check money go get a canoe you don't have to go buy a big fancy boat or or anything like that but maybe even a kayak or like a canoe would be better for kids but definitely going out on the lake and just kind of exploring that way even if you don't know anything about canoeing it's pretty easy uh you just kind of paddle along as long as you have life jack and stuff you'll you'll be pretty safe uh I don't know if you can go and swim at the lakes. I feel like that might be closed um but definitely, I feel like that's another good idea of going out and doing some water stuff like you were saying with the river yeah. and
1: whatnot and Michelle got me a uh inflatable kayak for like eighty bucks, which I'm sure it's not super great, but you know it's like um it's gonna be good and
0: you know it's it's gonna be good enough and, and that it'll still
2: that. do the job, yeah, for sure.
0: Have you ever heard about my kayaking experience? I have not. So, uh, oh, please I was maybe six months married, right? Newly married. We're still kind of loving the air, et cetera. That's your um, mistake.
1: You went kayaking with your wife.
0: <laughs> no, no. Danielle didn't even go, right? So it, every Friday, I would bring her lunch at school where she taught. Um, but one Friday that morning, I went kayak fishing. Uh, and... The kayak was behind me and I kind of leaned, I guess, over to grab the fishing or the the fishing pole was behind me. And I leaned behind me, I guess, to grab the uh, pole. Uh, What I didn't what didn't happen before I did that was my buddy didn't tell me that was his grandfather's like favorite fishing pole. Um, And I might have flipped the kayak not once. Not twice, but somehow I had built up enough momentum by turning around to grab the pole that I flipped three times in the kayak, lost everything in the kayak, lost my buddy's fish, grandpa's fishing pole. Um, I'm like floundering in the water, splashing, obviously scaring all the fish away. Finally, I get upright and get every, I think I've got most of the gear, et cetera. And I get home and I'm cleaning up before I take Danielle lunch. And I'm washing my hair and I realize I may have lost my wedding band. Oh <laughs> Did you lose it? Did you end up finding it later or was it gone? Oh no, it was completely gone and uh I'm now a proud owner of a James Avery Sterling silver uh fifty dollar wedding band. <laughs> Same. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. I I lost mine in a river on a youth trip. My original wedding ring just washed off. So, are you taking notes?
3: Uh, I'll look. My my fiance has I I don't plan on losing mine, but my fiance has straight up said that she anticipates she's going to lose it because she loses all that kind of stuff. So, um, I'm shaking my head, just knowing that eventually I'm going to have to get something new for her, probably.
1: Oh, that's the expensive one. Ours are cheap.
3: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right. But that's OK. I love her. She's worth it. So, you
1: know, well, well, guys, any any last thoughts as far as <laughs> recreation, get out and in nature uh, during the
0: I have winter? one more question for Oscar. You said uh, you named a game, I think, three islands. Is that what you called it?
2: Yeah, Um. it's it's a low element, but it, it's pretty much if you have um like pavers like stone pavers in your backyard maybe uh you can just set three of those up uh usually if you had a big group you would need like a really like a you had to make it yourself out of wood uh but it's pretty much like three squares um you set them up to where you can have like a uh called? like a four by i don't know it's not it's not two by four
1: like a two by six four.
2: yeah like like a thicker longer piece uh, of, of wood that you can lay down to make a bridge between those. And it's like a, a specific mental challenge that a lot of camps and different, uh, team building, uh, you know, places use to kind of get the group to go from one Island, uh, to the middle Island and then switch over to that second Island. So it's kind of like a specific mind teamwork kind of game. I don't know if it's pretty stressful, so I don't know if I would play it uh with your kids but there's definitely a lot of cool low element stuff you can look up online and, and try to get some ideas. But
1: yeah, yeah I can see my kids loving that. In fact I might try it and let you guys know on the podcast next week like how it goes. Yeah. I would also add, you know, we talked
2: a little bit about hatch throwing and, and the manly stuff, but um I think archery archery is a super good thing. Like I go out and shoot my bow. Uh, I try to go every day lately, kind of, sometimes I've been staying inside and then when I get bored, I go out and shoot my bow. Um, but you can buy some recurve bows, which are pretty simple. Uh, you can even get some kids bows they are really, really cheap and they're not dangerous at all. Uh, but you can kind of get into that. I think it's a really good activity to just kind of pass the time, but then also, uh, it it really ends up being more of a mental exercise instead of a physical exercise. When um, you get to the point that you're comfortable blowing the arrow, pulling back and releasing, it's a really cool thing. Um, and yeah, I mean, there's not really a completely wrong way to shoot bow. There's an unsafe way to do it. So maybe go in and try looking up, you know, what not to do whenever you're, you're shooting a bow. but yeah, I mean, you can go out and to Walmart even and, and get some, you know, kids toy bows and go out and have a good time outside.
1: Um, I had a bow and arrow as a kid and I loved it. Now I might've gotten into some mischief shooting at the cable company satellite dish. <laughs> that was the next oh, door okay. to my house. <laughs> so definitely got to kind of
2: supervise for, for the first, you know, few times, but yeah.
3: Well, oh, that on was on like college. I'm, I'm kidding. Yeah. <laughs> based oh. on decision making <laughs> is probably best if we, always supervise or at least uh understand when they're using it just so we can be ready for a phone call from neighbors or something. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, one final question, Oscar. Uh I think it was last week, maybe two weeks ago, we were talking about board games. Um mm-hmm. and kind of walking through the three of us mentioned our favorites and that type of stuff. What is one board game that you just always can go back to and play?
1: Oh
2: man, Monopoly. For sure. Um a classic and i think once you play it with all the rules it it gets really long but it gets like super super intense and i think it it might even be better than doom i don't know oh, i think i just
3: out. found the one thing that could break apart oscar and i <laughs>
1: <laughs> Oscar, can you pull the hatchet that you just threw into my back out of my back
2: <laughs> well i mean like Dude I kinda feel of the really same way dude. about risk
1: though. Like the way you feel about Monopoly is how I feel about risk. There's some classic games, even as a uh a board game aficionado that I still love. And and, and part of it's the nostalgia. So, you know, you guys uh back off of attacking Oscar too much, you know.
2: <laughs> no, it's well I mean it's 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 like super easy for the most part. I mean, once you figure out all the rules, but it's not like Dune where you have to when you bring somebody in you and like you have to explain all these details, it's just like, hey, it's Monopoly. We can just kinda of roll the dice and, and have a good time. But that's one of the games I still play with like uh like Kimberly and Trent and all my friends from from Charlton Wesley. Uh we sometimes I think now we've been doing playing Monopoly on our phones like as an app, and then we zoom each other and just kinda of like talk through that way. Uh and so we still kinda of get connected just with playing Monopoly. But yeah.
1: yeah. I think – and if you actually follow the rules, which limits the trading, I think, um, you know, if you actually follow the real rules of Monopoly, it, it, it lowers the time uh, a lot because uh, if you – the the whole purpose is bankrupting people. And sometimes you're like, well, I won't charge you full if you do X, Y, and Z. And if you don't yeah. do that, it, it really lowers the time and it, 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 it works out a lot better. I
3: yeah. heard it was designed to show the ruthlessness of, of late-stage capitalism.
0: You would say that.
3: I, I know <laughs> I would say that. The <laughs> the, <laughs> the young gun um, Keep Austin weird, am I right? Know. I but I mean, well I heard it's supposed to be like, well, yeah, I mean you, you win by stepping and crushing everyone else until they're bankrupt is how you win. And the faster you do that, the easier you do that, you know. So hey. That's I, I did I did hear that's it. But then human nature kicks in and you're like, I don't wanna do that to my kid yeah. right now. You know? Right. Like it's oh
1: but all no. the games that we talk about, unless they're the Euro games, I guess that's the thing about them. But like, you know, Risk, you're trying to just conquer the world. Dune, you're trying to backstab all of your... your the, so True. there's that human element in probably most board games. And and funnily... Funnily? <laughs> I just say that.
3: Yeah, no, that's right. That's right. buy.
1: Uh, yes, funnily, uh, I really enjoy games where I can be devious or try to explore things like that, that I... Wouldn't normally do in real life. So
3: is that the pastor's like? Is that <laughs> is that your venting?
1: <laughs> yes, yes. Well,
3: we are talking about the outdoors. I have one question for you, Oscar. Have you heard yeah. of geocaching before?
2: I have. Um, I haven't done any myself, but I think it'd be a really fun thing to do as well.
3: Um, yeah, and just to just to give some clarity for people that may not know what that is it's basically like people have, it's kind of like real life treasure hunting where people have, have these caches as they call them C A C H E. And you, you can open up an app that has all the locations on a map and you like run through and try and find where they're hidden. And then there's treasure in there. And the idea is you take it and then you leave something else is my understanding
0: of it. But I don't know. Yeah. X Mark the spot
3: no i I wish I mean I think that'd be really fun. you could it's like pirate simulator, then, but you know I think it's a little bit more about they hide it someplace and you have to figure out where it is in this little space they have a zone kind of thing, or something like that. I don't know, but yeah I, mean, it, I just think that might be something that might be good once we start to have a little bit more freedom about where we go outside with families, just some adventure kind of stuff,
2: yeah, it sounds really cool i don't I don't know much about it, but. I mean, what what do they usually hide? Is it like a like a, a a rock with a paper taped to it, or what what is it?
3: Actually, no. I've heard of people that have had really good experiences with it, and people that have really bad experiences with it. Um, yeah. So like people that found like actual trash, and that was it, or people that found like really cool trinkets and fun things that they got to keep. Um, so I don't know.
2: Yeah, I feel like, I mean, is there an official geocache, like,
3: I website that you do? I think an official app. Yeah. Oh, that's pretty cool. So, but I just, Thanks. I haven't done it myself. I didn't know if you had heard of it or anything, liked it or tried it, Oscar. But yeah.
2: I know some state parks have done it themselves, where they're like, hey, if you come on this day, go on this trail, and you might find, like, this, um, I don't know, like, this tarp that has a a cool backpack on it, and you can keep it if you find it, so i don't know um yeah it, it really does kind of stink that most of the state parks are closing down because there's a lot of really good ones that you can go to or even just um uh i know like the uh the swimming pool. what is that hamilton pool you can go there and most of the time and uh just kind of spend the 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 day with family there but i think most of those are definitely shut down
1: well here's hoping it opens uh, up soon another fun thing uh that i used to do before disc golf was super popular. You could totally, say, play disc golf, but just make up your own targets, you know, just wherever you are, and you can do any ball or any activity.
0: I mean, we did that in college uh, with tennis balls and, like, five irons or seven irons and had different things all over the college campus. Campus golf is what we called it, but, like, a fountain. You couldn't get it in the water. You had to get it anyways. Um, Yeah. Stuff like that, where you just get outside and have fun.
3: Yeah, I recall doing that in college. We did it with disc golf at the Wesley House at UT Arlington, actually. And we had different spots around the outskirts of the house that were different holes. And so we had a full, we had a full 18-hole chorus that was just on the lot, just around the exterior of the house. So I don't know. Maybe that's something cool if you have some discs to use for that. I might try that, actually.
1: That sounds really fun. <laughs> I always, always enjoyed that. So, um,
2: I know I saw a post about people playing Pokemon Go. Like, right now, they were just driving around the cars and going, playing Pokemon Go. So, I mean, that could be something too. Yeah. I've,
3: yeah. I've my, heard kids, my kids, my kids love in it. Their car and do it. They just like drive over there and do it. So,
1: well, you drive really slow. So, you stay under the uh, the cap. So, you yep. do like driving five miles an hour.
2: yeah but i think the post i saw it was on facebook and it was like my neighbor called the cops on me because like i mean they saw this (laughs) car driving really slow throughout the neighborhood and they're like yeah what's going on and then the cops get there like hey we're just playing pokemon go
1: (laughs) just get out and walk folks get out and walk i saw a story
3: like that that led to the neighbors then sending a cake to apologize that said yeah that was it it that was it sorry we called the cops on you (laughs)
2: Yeah, but it had like Pokemon. It was a Pokemon themed kick, so it was
3: pretty. Yes. Fun.
1: Have Have we gone completely off the rails, or is it just me?
0: I don't know.
3: That's Pokemon Go is getting out there. To right? Get outside. Yeah.
0: It's all about trying to find entertainment and uh not just surviving, but kind of thriving in quarantine and social distancing. I think yeah in case check y'all can't out tell.
1: our wednesday night sermon series thrive how to thrive in the midst of social distancing
0: i have Robert. nice plug nice there plug
2: go.
3: and in case y'all can't <laughs> tell this is kind of our way to thrive in the middle of social distancing is our conversations with each other this is our social time oh man exactly exactly well we should probably wrap it up trevor you want to take it on for us
0: I'll, I'll bring it all home uh we appreciate y'all uh joining us this afternoon we hope that uh Maybe if nothing else, if you didn't get an idea that works for your location, but uh, maybe it got your creative juices going of uh, fun ways that you can engage your family and um, your kids and just play with them. I think one of the biggest things that uh, as a dad I'm learning in this um, quarantining is whatever normal life was, it was too busy and I didn't connect with my kid, uh, with Cora in a way that was meaningful. And um, this is teaching me to learn to play and have fun. And so that's that's our encouragement is uh, to get out there and have fun and uh, come up with a new game and uh, let us know if or send pictures if you come up with something fun a fun game or some rules or something like that that uh, David and I need to uh, participate in a new game for us to learn.
1: Sounds good, <clears throat> and I do recommend Cube. Y'all should all get it. So, and Oscar, you need to start a outdoors with Oscar five minute video each week.
2: Yeah. I'll start with a cube and then slacklining and yeah, we'll see what what we go from there.
0: Sweet. Well, thanks guys. Uh, We're praying for you. And if there's anything we can do, just let us know.